It's unstable tubby with Sarah and Maggie. Please hold for an important message. Hey, you freak Sarah Adams. I can't get to my phone right now, so just leave me a quick message. I'll give you a call back as soon as I can. Thanks. Hello, Sarah. It's Maggie. I was calling to make sure on your calendar you have September 12th, 7 p.m., Texas Theater saved, marked, highlighted, because we are going to be a part of Idiot Night, Idiot's Night, Idiot's Night. It's more than one idiot. In fact, there's a lot of really great idiots who are going to be performing, and we get to be a small, very fun part of that show. So just make sure that you were there because I don't want to be a single idiot up there. I want to make sure that it's both of us idiots at Idiot's Night on September 12th at 7 p.m. at Texas Theater. And it is going to be the best time. I believe it's just like donations only, no tickets. Just come show up, have fun, laugh. Oh, my gosh, it's going to be so great. This is Maggie, a single idiot, and you are Sarah, double idiots. End of message. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey, bestie. Hey, bestie. So this is this is very unstable. Do you remember the finger that we use, the <laughs> fake finger from Blender, the short? Yes. So we yes. For those of you who don't know, we have a movie and we created a short. And in that movie and short, there's a guy named Steve Mead, and he gets accidentally blended up. And in an effort to make this a feature, whatever. So we film this, and there's a fake finger we use for inside the blender. And I and I still have it. And then I keep it in my top drawer of my what? nightstand and where I keep parts that we use to record this podcast. And oh. the other day, I opened the drawer to find a notebook because I keep my notebooks in there too because that's I guess normal and I was rummaging through it and I forgot the finger was in there and it startled me I yelped I yelped <laughs> and I'm like oh gosh it's just this finger that looks like it's been cut off someone's hand and is that real and I laughed I gave a chuckle and so this morning I was like you know what that's a fun story I'll share that with Maggie because that's unstable right who does this and so I went into the drawer to try and find this finger. It's not there. Oh, no. I found the fake ear, which isn't as scary because it's not <laughs> as real. <laughs> but I can't find this fake finger because I was going to bring it and show you and it'd be fun. And I do not know where it is. And this is just on a long list of other things I cannot find right now. Okay. Um, it sounds like you're turning into me and you cannot find <laughs> What's on your list right now besides a fake mutilated finger? What else is on your list of things that you're like, where is this? The kids 
fingernail clippers. Mm. I, I keep them in the same spot and I have for, for Walter is five and a half. So like at least two years since we yeah. moved into this house. It's in the same spot. Cannot find them. I've gone through the entire drawer. I have taken everything out. I'm like, okay, I do remember one time I moved them into this drawer. Are they there? No, they are not there. Can't find that. I cannot find this notebook. It's this specific notebook that I wrote something in. And it's long and skinny. It's brown. And I vividly remember Jamie placing it on a shelf and thinking to myself, that's not where that should go. Let me put it someplace else. Mm. Can not mm-hmm. find Ooh, it. That's not that's the worst. First of all, the worst is when your children move things. Because now Walter's at an age where he would be like, I'm gonna move this to oh, a better hopefully. spot, or I'm gonna, you know, yeah. like that's that's the number one worst thing. Yes. But the second worst thing is the memory of seeing something mm-hmm. and knowing you said to yourself, that's not where that goes. I'm going to move it. Yep. Because then you're like, I did this to myself. Yep. I was yep. too smart. I knew something was wrong, but now I can't remember what's right, you know? I know. It's frustrating. And I'm thinking through it. Annie, the drawer that the fingernail clippers are in is this drawer that has other random stuff that I've strategically have put there so the kids can rummage through a drawer and get random right. things and play with. Annie is now tall enough to look in the drawer. Mm-hmm. So she opens it and she moves stuff around. So I'm like, maybe Annie moved it somewhere because my son one time sneakily hid my phone, didn't tell me. Mm-hmm. And I looked everywhere in the house. He was he went to my parents' house or something. And when he came home, I think I had to call him or something like, hey, did you hid my phone? He goes, yeah. Did you find it yet? I'm like, no. <laughs> Please help me find it. Where? Oh, it's underneath my dresser. Okay, well, let's – then we had to have a talk. The phone is not a toy. It's a tool and blah, 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 blah. Oh, the hide-and-seek of things is really spectacular. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's it's a season right now of just random things I can't find. They're in my head, but I can't seem to find them, which, honestly, this fact is going to get stuck in your head once I tell you. Are you ready for it? That's great. Yes, I am ready. In 2014 – a group of researchers from the Museum of Science and Industry in England released an online test called Hooked on Music. It contained 1,000 quips from pop hits going all the way back to the 1940s, and it asked 12,000 participants to identify songs as fast as possible. They found that Wannabe by the Spice Girls was the catchiest song people were able to recognize it in about 2.3 seconds, which is below the five-second average of identifying other popular songs. That's great. Spice Girls rule. Spice Girls forever. Spice Girls. Spice World. What is want to be the one that goes... Is that Spice World? Or is that uh, that Wannabe? I want to. I want to. That one? Yeah. Yeah, but it starts with... That one? If you want to be my lover. Because that, I mean, just with that, I mean, how many seconds was that? Time me. That was, that was, that was, I didn't time you. Can you do it again? Hold on. Let me start. Let me start it. Ready? Okay, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Are you ready? I am. Hold on. Yes, I am ready. 
That was three. Yeah, I mean, so you hear that, you immediately know that it's about to go, if you want to be my lover. Man, who was your favorite Spice Girl? Baby. Baby Spice? And Ginger. Well, so here's the thing. I always got placed to be Baby Spice. Because you're blonde? But I kind of, because I'm blonde, and I obviously look exactly like Baby Spice. But I really am more of a Ginger, I would say. Or I always wanted to be more of Ginger. I thought Ginger was just, like, so fabulous. And she's also the only Spice. Posh isn't spice. I was always placed as posh because of my brown hair. Right. Yeah, we really, children really can't think outside of hair. Children are like, whatever (laughs) your hair is, that's who you are. Like they can't, they cannot conceptualize even like the idea of like women with short hair and men with long hair is like so hard for children to grasp. And it's like long conversations. So now try and be like, I have blonde hair, but I would please like to play ginger. And it's like, my peers could not comprehend, could no. not get it. Maggie, I would let you play Ginger if we ever wanted to recreate this Spice Girls music video. And Who would like, you want to be? I wouldn't want to be posh still. You would still want to be posh. Yeah, I feel like her aesthetic is most closely to what I would I want my aesthetic to be. Like, not that it is. Right. Yeah. They put you as posh, not sporty. No, because I, like you've mentioned in the past, I was in theater, incapable of sport. <laughs> she can't even act like sport. She can't even. Now, now you're attacking my acting qualifications. <laughs> Not only my perceived inathleticism, and you were just talking about how children perceive <laughs> certain things, and here you are perceiving. Cannot comprehend. Cannot comprehend. Cannot comprehend someone. Can't do it. Who is an actor also being athletic? Can't do it. Can't that do it. Two, two can't coexist. We are a high school stereotype. We are. Which is what Spice Girls, when it came out, uh, for me, which makes me ready to give you your react. Oh, good. Thank you. Maggie. So we just talked about how Spice Girls' Wannabe is the most catchiest song, according to these scientists. What song would you say identifies your high school career? <laughs> um, high school. Oh, my gosh. I feel like like an All-American reject song. Hmm. They were super big. Gosh, or like the vitamin C as we go on song because that came out in like 2003. So that was like every slideshow at the end of the year because that was like probably from the start of high school to graduation. Every end of year celebration always had that song. Yeah. So I'd say that that one probably. But yeah, like the gosh, I'm trying to think of like, isn't there one like, Shawty, we're going down swinging. Isn't that? Uh-huh. Or is that was, Alien Ant Farm? I'm trying to even like remember bands, like you know. So my growing like middle school, high school had horrible music, like Sugar Ray. Oh yes, Halo. And I'm just like, there's a halo hanging on the corner of my girlfriend's bed. I'm like, now this is a terrible song. Or hey, now I'm an all star. Get your game on. Go play. That's but a then good one. He also had Jewel. What was that? As to earth signs, Sarah and Maggie are always preparing. 
which is why it's time to play Till Death Do Us Part. Aww, why? The game where they interview potential replacement besties in case the other one kicks the can. Sarah, today's guesty bestie is probably the one person outside of you and my immediate family who I spend the most time with, so I already know I like her, and I think (laughs) we should still give her a bestie quiz just to be sure. Uh, She not only founded and leads a successful web design and marketing company, she also started a nonprofit in 2020 dedicated to supporting women and gender minorities. Fearless Dallas helps women design and lead fulfilling and sustainable lives through one-on-one services, group education and networking, and mentorship opportunities. Plus, she is very funny. Sarah, please welcome Jill Nastasia. Hi, Jill. How are you? I'm excited to spend the morning with you. It's the best way to start with the two of you. Well, I am I am thrilled you are here. So I, I'm actually, you know what? I am very excited to hear how you answer these very important, very serious, would you rather questions. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm ready. I'm going to dive in with one then. Something that I didn't mention in your bio, Jill, is that you are a huge cat lady. You love cats. Would you rather have a house cat the size of a tiger or a tiger the size of a house cat? Oh, a house cat the size of a tiger. So quick. Yeah. I've I've actually thought about this and I've (laughs) looked at various breeds. The problem (laughs) is every time I get a new cat, they choose me so I don't get to go pick the giant cats. You recently got a cat too through a crazy story, but uh, which... People should talk to you about maybe in person, but you are truly like a cat whisperer. Like cats do find you and know that you're going to take care of them. Yes. And other people find me and ask me cat questions as well. Yes. I love specifically Maggie. Can you make sure Jill has points for this? How she said, I don't go look for the cats. The cats find me. And I think that speaks volumes of your character and how you live your life. You're like, you know what? It's going to happen. The cats are going to find me, and I'm like, I'm going to take care of you. I think you're special. Let's do it. Points for that and also that you've thought about this. I am surprised because I would think anything the size of a tiger would be scary, but you're not scared, Jill? No, the only thing is I would have to either teach it to use the toilet or Mm. take it on a leash for a walk because I really wouldn't want to clean that litter box. Yeah. It would be very large poops. You really have thought about everything on this. Yeah. Some extra points for you, Jill. I I want you to get a large cat. I want to come over and... And I want to I want to cuddle with this little cute cat. <laughs> All right, Jill. Well, this is a great way to start this "Would You Rather" section. So we're just going to keep on going. And here's mine. Better, better buckle up. Okay. So, Jill, in your profession and in your nonprofit and your life, you do a lot of talks and a lot of um, speaking engagements and conferences. So, would you rather give a presentation? without a PowerPoint or have a PowerPoint, but every time you click the next slide, you hear wonka wonka. Oh, I got to tell you, I just don't like PowerPoint and I don't like visuals. I just want to talk. I don't want to be confined to what the PowerPoint says. Okay. Because you never know what you're going to need to say and your slide won't match. I dig that. I Honestly... That's unexpected. I am un- I am pleasantly surprised with that answer, Jill. Well, I don't think Maggie's surprised at all. <laughs> <laughs> Jill, Jill was like, 
I don't like Pinterest or Instagram. And that's how I knew that we were puzzle pieces that were two totally different people. Cause I was like, I am so drawn to like the visual thing. And Jill's like, don't need a visual. Just tell me in words what it needs to be. It's like, what? We send each other questions before we interview our guesty bestie. And so I sent her this and, and she goes, oh, ha, 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 that's so funny. That's great. And now I'm like, Maggie, you could have said, you know, we probably should pick another one because Jill doesn't like PowerPoints and visuals. <laughs> I laughed. Uh, I thought it was so great because of the Wonka Wonka. <laughs> oh, I do like the Wonka Wonka. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. See, what I'd want is you in the audience, both of you, to arbitrarily just shout that out. As as you like end a sentence or a statement, we just go, just wonka, where, wonka. wherever you think it's appropriate. <laughs> I love it. We'll be at your next pitch meeting, Jill. Yes. Just standing in the shadows. All right. Last question for you. And then we will tally up these guesty bestie stores scores. Fearless Dallas has its summit coming up this weekend, which is a full-day conference with breakout sessions and speakers, and it is completely free. But not all things that are free are as great as this summit. So would you rather have free lunch, but you have to listen to a timeshare pitch, or a free gift with purchase, but you have to buy a lifetime supply of vitamins? Do I have a third option? (laughs) These are hard-hitting questions, Jill. I would go for the lunch only because it has a definite period of time I'm enslaved, whereas I feel like the lifetime of vitamins would be too much. Even if I liked the vitamins and took them, it's just too much of a commitment. I agree. I think that's a smart answer, Jill, because I was thinking to myself too, I'm like, okay, even if I like the vitamins, the free gift would have to be pretty darn incredible if I'm going to commit the rest of my life to these vitamins. It would have to be a house cat the size of a lion (laughs) (laughs) or tiger. (laughs) That's really all that I would do it for. Knowing you too, Jill, I feel like you'd be in this lunch for a timeshare. And then by the end, they'd be like giving you the timeshare for free. (laughs) Just like when you're in a room with people doing sales, you're so much, you're just like, oh yeah. And by the way, now we design your website and you're a a donor to Fearless Dallas. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, Sarah, I've got my score. Do you have your score? Yeah. Can we sidebar real quick? Yeah, let's quick sidebar. Hey, um, Maggie, I love Jill before this, and now I'm like, wow, I feel like I really, really love Jill. So I, I feel really, like she'd yeah. be a great replacement bestie. Yeah. I was thinking the exact same thing. I think, why don't you tell her since she'd you be- would, Can I tell her? Yeah, you tell her. You tell okay, her. okay. So Jill, uh, we quickly chatted and tallied up our score, and we would be honored if something were to happen to Maggie or I that you could pop in and be a bestie. I love that. Now, I don't want anything bad to happen to either one of you. (laughs) So I think it would be great if I could just be on deck for Mm -hmm. anything you need. I could, you know, help you with anything and, you know. You need sandwiches made or anything. <laughs> and I could just be adjacent, friend adjacent, bestie adjacent. I'm into it. And Jill, if if you're not on deck, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on the internet by going to fearlessdallas.com, which is the nonprofit, which has this great event coming up this weekend. We help women of all ages in all situations, and we're building an awesome community. And I'd love to see everybody come out to the free event this weekend. Where is the event, Jill? 
It's going to be at the Dallas Public Library, the main branch uh, downtown. And there's parking off of Wood Street, underground parking. Not only free parking, but a free lunch. It's going to be so much fun. I'll be there. I can't wait to see everyone learning and growing and connecting with you, Jill. It's a Festy Connection. Thanks for playing along. That's it for this episode. Wasn't that fun? Now it's time for you to subscribe and follow. And share this episode with a friend. Maybe even your bestie. Find us everywhere online at Unstable Topics. And for more antics, visit us at The Monthly Junk. Bye. Bye. Peace.